This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Welcome to Samutsari, Conversations with Mimi, a weekly podcast by Dinosocial, also a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari is where we can show that ordinary people do extraordinary things. Tune in to be entertained and to learn something new with your host, Mimi Lorilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi, a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for women and men alike. I am your host, Mimi Laurelia, and all, as always, in every episode, we feature guests who share their passion, commitment, and talent for their profession. And as you know, in Season 1, we've started um, with uh, a lot of them women, moms, because we believe that we need to give voices to women but it's not to say that i don't also interview men there have been men <laughs> uh, guests in the show uh, and obviously we've got people from different spectrums of their of their careers so as you know here in samutsari we share stories to inspire you stories from ordinary people who do extraordinary things and today is no exception it's like my reunion like i'm going back to uh, i i thought it was a good way to wrap up the, the year of Samutsari, which is to uh, be in the same room as the founder of the Guerrilla Podcast Network himself, Mr. Miko Santos. Miko, bati ka muna sa ating listeners and viewers before I formally uh, tell them more about you. Hi, maraming salamat, Mimi, at uh, maraming salamat sa mga nanodot at nakikinig pa rin dito sa Samutsari Conversation with Mimi. Hello, finally! Yes! <laughs> Parang ano, no? Parang um, for people who do not know, you are in South Australia and I am in Victoria, which are two neighboring states in Australia. So, mamaya malalaman natin kung bakit nabuo yung Guerrilla Podcast, um, eh, Guerrilla Podcast uh, yung syndicate natin, ano? Pero, um, doon nga sa hindi nakakaalam, uh, I met Miko in Wellington. Yan. Uh, as part of the big close-knit Filipino community. I call it big kasi Wellington is small. So when there are so many Filipinos, lumalaki na tayo big. But we are still a microscope compared to the larger um, you know, New Zealand community. And since Australia is maybe three, four, five times bigger, maybe ten times bigger than um, New Zealand, mas mahirap ngayon na magkaroon ng mga networks or circle of friends. So even if Miko has been you know, just there, kapit bahay lang siya ng Victoria, we have continued to keep in touch and 
mamaya itatrace namin kung paano nabuo yung Kanyang Guerrilla Podcast Network. But now, just to formally introduce Miko for everybody who are uh, interested to find out more about him, Miko was a former journalist for 20 years with experience in multimedia platforms such as radio, newspaper, and TV. Mamaya, tatanungin ko si Miko ano ba yung mga controversial bits na ginawa niya noon. And he has been a style of life blogger since 2003. So maybe blogging that time isn't as blogging as we know now. So maybe pag-uusapan rin natin yan. Miko is also the founder of Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, PTYLTD, a media podcast production company that helps brands move into the audio space with a cost of podcast series. Very exciting. And he is also the podcast community creator on a mission to help independent podcasters at every stage of the journey. Kasama ako dyan. Kasi I'm a, pod, I'm a podcaster with a certain stage in my journey. So Miko has been instrumental in that. And through Mika's podcast management company, he helps brands, early stage podcasters, launch their own show to reach more people, grow their audience, and become an authority in their industry. So Mika, very niche na yung podcasting space na yan. But let's start with your life prior to New Zealand and prior to Australia. Um, can you just give us a snapshot? Can you recall your life as a multimedia broadcast journalist kung masasabi natin ganoon in the Philippines what was that life like for you how are you paano ka nagsimula sa sa pagiging broadcaster mo or journalist mo <laughs> maano yung uh, maano yung edad natin well uh... <laughs> <laughs> mabubuking yung edad wala nang mention ng year eh. basta ano yung previous life mo um yeah, i started in a newspaper in Manila Bulletin there's a youth and campus bulletin that was in, I think it's 1996. So as a correspondent on youth and campus, because I'm still in, in the, I'm still in university during that time. And then once I graduated, uh, I moved as a correspondent on Manila Chronicle, the defunct Manila Chronicle. So uh, that was on 1999. So it's all. all if you remember Olympics, si Onyok pa yun eh, si yung, mm, yung boxer. boxer. So yeah, so yeah, so we're under the special uh, page or the advertising page of Manila Chronicle. So we write some special project for for advertising. So yeah, so do next do yung um, journey ko in the newspaper as a as a, as a journalist uh, Manila Chronicle. Then start moving to a different platform from from the newspaper to another newspaper, then radio. So starting radio on RMN, which is yeah. the DCXL. So as a reporter as well, and then moving to uh, GMA7 as a stringer for Australia and New Zealand. So uh, that's my old, um, let's say, life. One of the exciting is that doing the Ed Sub 2 with uh, President Estrada and also one of my memorable bit was on Department of Foreign Affairs. There's a lot of good memory there. <laughs> At yeah, kasama ko si Malu Talosik, if you know. Yes. Oh, yes, Malu, Malu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Malu during that time, he she was a reporter of Today newspaper. So on the during uh, Foreign Affairs bit. So yeah. Yeah. So ako naman, 
nung panahon ng EDSA DOS, isa ako sa mga nakikibaka sa kalsada. <laughs> With my husband. Malilit pa yung mga babies namin, pero naki, ano kami. Kasi the first EDSA, we were still in school, di ba? You don't really know much about what's going on. You just know that it's happening, but you're not too mature enough to understand why that was happening. At least EDSA DOS, you are more aware. You're more mature. You've got grown... Uh, in your case, you were there to cover the event. Uh, in my case, I was there to, you know, uh, makibaka <laughs> to fight for the rights of uh, the majority of the Filipinos. Wala ka bang instances when you were still as a, a journalist na na-bribe ka or na-threaten ang life mo because of something that you've written and that somebody got uh, annoyed with, with what you've written and it posed a threat to your uh, personal security? Uh, not, not really threatened, but they just warning me. So I think I'm, I was writing on, um, it's a small, we call it a tabloid newspaper before I write on the Philippine Tribune. It's an English newspaper. Then yeah. I write like, um, an article about, uh, custom smuggling during that time. Yeah. Yeah. So medyo, nag, na, meron akong na sage, but it's just a warning and then. After that, na hindi na wala naman nangyari. But it's you know, as a journalist, you know you know the risk, especially if you are if you are under investigative journalist you're doing. So hindi hindi mawawala yon. Ah, uh, ako naman ang makakonsider ko na parallel experience sa akin. I used to handle a radio program with the then governor of Laguna, Joelina. And of course, as a governor, uh, he's surrounded by a lot of um, security personnel and um, busy schedule siya. Sometimes we go with him, parang may behind the scenes coverage kami ng, ng schedule niya. And you can really see from all people na pupunta sa kanya, all walks of life, ang, ang, some people are happy with him, some people are not happy with him. You never know, you're just traveling eh. Ma kayo. So I know how difficult it is. So when he asked me to become a, one of his um, staff members, no, he parang inalok niya ako na na umalis na sa job ko at, at mag full time na nasumulong sa kanya. I thought that wasn't the kind of job for me because I know how difficult it is to to work with politicians. But sabi ko nga, it's it's my previous life, and um, you wanted to go to the safer route, baga. So, from journalism, from being a broadcaster, from being on newspaper, TV, radio, all of a sudden you find yourself moving to New Zealand. Was that a direct, uh, direct next step for your family and for yourself, or nagstop ka bumuna sa journalism and then went to another job and then you decided to go to New Zealand? Um, actually, during that time, 2000, 2005, 2004, I'm still in in the radio during that time pero ang, 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 ang inisip ko during that time is that I don't want to do everything like this and yung, the kids is growing up so I said I don't want to so I said I need to think others so parang sinababi ko para sa para sa mga para sa pamilya ko para sa kids ko I need to move on to get a better life for them so initially I I applied for Canada, but Canada takes almost. I was waiting for five years, yeah. and then I tried New Zealand. I'm still waiting for the Canada. New Zealand it only takes two years, mm-hmm. so I said, "Ah, oh, maybe this is the time that I need mm-hmm. to move on." Mm-hmm. And 
get a good life for, for my kids. So initially yun talaga yung yung mission ko is for for my kids, not yeah. for me. Yeah, kasi, ito lang mindset natin mga magulang. <laughs> kasi I don't want to Yeah, continue. Okay, kasi I don't want to experience nila yun na experience natin in the Philippines how hard the life is because when I was because I'm a working student so I'm writing some article to actually the great pack sa magazine like Mirror Weekly uh, as a feature writer while studying so it's hard mm-hmm. so I don't want to basta gusto ko hindi sila ma-experience yung ginawa ko Yeah. So ikaw para ay isa sa mga Filipino na typical Filipino na in order to make ends meet pa, para hindi ka masyadong umaasa sa parents mo or especially kung may pamilya ka na at that time you have to be a working student you know in whatever shape or form in your case communication talaga ang field mo so you still did that so i think for millennials who are probably listening to us it's still a good thing to do don't think that money just You know, comes from trees and it will come to you with the words of manifest. You really have to work hard for it. So, Miko, when you moved to New Zealand, were you still in the um, communication space? Are you a radio person in New Zealand? Did you write for a newspaper? What was life like in New Zealand for you? No, that's different professionals in New Zealand. So, I was working on the hospitality on the New Zealand, but I'm still... Um, a correspondent to GMA7 during that time in New Zealand. So one of the craziest na experience ko that when I was a stringer on GMA7, they sent me to the Christchurch earthquake, which is the second earthquake wow. February 22. So sa atin, it's normal kasi alam na natin earthquake. But when I went there, it's so devastating talaga. So, and, and I have a lot of pictures, even... Um, a Filipino, I interviewed a Filipino nurse during that time, the ACT building. Yon. So, yun yung one of my experience as a stringer sa JMA7 in the earthquake. So, the the February 22, Christchurch yeah. earthquake. Yeah. Wow. So, you were in the thick of the action. So, maybe uh, another lesson there is how do you distance yourself emotionally from the devastation that, that you've seen, di ba? Tapos mga tao na ini-interview mo, should I even interview them na nasa kalagitnaan na sila ng personal ano nila pagdadalamhati? But you need to be there to report the news and to say it as it is. So how was that experience for you, Miko? Uh, for me, kasi parang uh, it's, it's normal for us kasi we're doing that in the Philippines. The only difference that is a different set of uh. situation. It's different setting. So it's It's hard because some of the Filip the, the good thing is the Filipino community in Christchurch is very strong. So when I ask to interview someone or research someone, they're ready to help. Now uh, we know someone here, and they even um, accompany me to do go to the to the place. So it's yeah. it's easy talaga. It's strong yeah. in Filipino community during that time. But the devastating is very unimaginable but mm. now okay na ngayon maganda na uli so yeah at least nakabangon talaga sila they were able to rebuild and and start new oh so tinatrace naman natin Philippines New Zealand oh how come naman okay na pala yung buhay mo oh, you feel happy you feel that your family has uh, you know progressed um, 
Lumaki na rin sa New Zealand yung mga kids mo. What made your family decide to move to Australia? Actually, actually, it's a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. Because <laughs> um, I got an offer from from a company in Australia. So, so Darwin Payon that kailangan nila ng um, it's still on on the hotel industry that they need people to manage the ano an hotel in Darwin. Okay, I said okay, I'll try. I'm gonna try to do it. And then after six months, maybe I go back again to mm-hmm. Wellington. Pero nag-enjoy ako because of the company and the everything. Kasi na-enjoy yun. Na, tuloy-tuloyan na to migrate from New Zealand to Australia because of that. But the thing is, yung wife ko kasi doesn't want to go go to another country again. Okay, kasi because he, of the moving. He, moving and new new set of friends again That's right. and she got a good job in in Wellington but we compromise na compromise ako pag kasi sabi niya if i move to adelaide she gonna move as well oh so she has a preference to adelaide mm. over darwin anong ayo darwin darwin masyadong mainit to hot daw yeah yon parang different talaga yung, yung temperature so okay South Australia is also mainit I thought uh, I thought ma- that was the case kasi malapit na kayo sa dagat mainit siya kung summer pero kung di summer hindi naman but Darwin is always hot yeah it's even pro- is it as hot as the Philippines or hotter than the Philippines hotter hotter in the Philippines Miko? hotter in the Philippines hot ano hotter in the Darwin because of the humidity Iba yung iba yung yung klase ng humidity ng ng Darwin compared to the Philippines. So sa Philippines kaya natin yung init eh, but Darwin has a different set of humidity. Yun. Mm-hmm. Wow, how exciting naman your journey. So nag-compromise uh, na kayo ni, ni wife mo and obviously the families here. So um I guess siguro you had to find another job uh, from the one that you had in Darwin. Paano naman napasok ang podcasting sa buhay mo Miko? What What made you decide to go into this? Why not why not create your own radio station for example? Why not create your own newspaper? Why not become employed in a local or South Australian firm or or media outfit? Uh, what made you do this um podcast? Is it your full-time job now or is is it on top of your other job um, that you're doing? Because uh, podcasting, ever since I was in the Philippines, I was talaga ako ng podcasting from Leo, Leo Porte to Dave Jackson 2000, 2003. So talagang ako ng podcasting in early days. But kasi nga sa Pinas, we don't have any enough money to do the mm-hmm. hosting. Mm-hmm. And the internet is dial-up pa during yes. that time. So dot com <laughs> area. So... So that's why I'm I'm doing blogging. So blogging is like um, hosting pa ako sa City nun eh, yung old. There's a Netscape before. Now the browser is no more Netscape. Yon ganon. But I'm still do listening talaga sa podcasting. So then eventually because podcasting is like a multimedia as well because it's communication. So I said since it is parang same na lang different format. 
and I see what's happening on the podcasting. So yon. So five five years ago, then I start building the the podcast um, man- network and management. Mm-hmm. So Miko, you were a blogger since 2003. Are there any changes to the way people are blogging now, or is it the same as blogging now, or how has that evolved over the years? Because early days, nandun kene sa space na yon. So I'm just curious to know. If you've seen any changes or any developments or hindi pa nagbago, what's your comment on that? Uh, blogging is is all still the same, but there's a different. Um, what we say is that because before, uh, in blogging is because in technology, in blogging before it's talagang self-taught ka. Eh. Hmm. You have to, you have to write. You have to. Taught yourself how to do the the photo image because we're not on YouTube during that time, eh? Right. So you mm-hmm. need and no social media. So which means right. if you want to promote your blogging, then you need to word of mouth. Mm-hmm. But now there's a lot of social media. There's a Facebook. There's a so it's easy na to do that. So 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 um, blogging for me is that you tend to do a different. Paano mo i-promote yung blogging mo on to, on sa mga sa society kasi before talaga limited ka lang eh uh-huh. so my friendster pa noon if oh, friendster yeah, doesn't doesn't do the blogging din eh yun tsaka different kasi doon yung mga PR mga PR agency they They send you an email or send you a mail if you want to invite. But ngayon it's easy, just a Facebook or call you about oh, there's an event. Yon. Yeah. Yun okay. Different. Yeah. So But the platform least, is still the same. Right. Okay. Pero na trace mo lang talaga over time na agad ito palayo mga changes, which is nice. Because kung pagka early adopter ka, you were one of those who uh, delved into this space early on. So. Miko, mapunta naman tayo being the founder of Kangaroo Fern Media Lab PDY, PDY LTD. Doon sa mga first time na nakakarinig niyan, what do you mean by media production podcast company? Is that a thing? Kasi most businesses are probably still struggling how to put themselves on social media or Facebook. But you are now moving into the space where you're telling that brands can use the audio space um, for a podcast series. How can they leverage on that? Can you explain that a little bit more to our viewers and listeners? Yeah, sure. So, yung uh, I said yung yung podcast management. So, which means we, it's it's good for the brand for the business because podcasting. So, what we do is we we manage. If you want to have a podcast, because podcast is an it's easy to use because it's audio. Unlike for video, unlike for video. You need to watch on a phone or on on a on the desk of a TV. So, so podcasting, any anyone can listen it. Even you're cleaning, mm. so you can put your headphone. You can clean that. So the the company I have is we create conceptualize your show and then produce it for you. Mm-hmm. So if you need and manage for you and mm-hmm. help you grow grow. Grow your podcast, because uh, most of the business, because why why podcasting is 
important to to you for the business what what, what why podcasting can benefit to your business so be, because business use podcasting for a variety of purpose mm-hmm. so including sharing the information about new, new product yung company information or general information related to the industry so mm-hmm. the good thing with the podcast is that you give your being authority so authoritative sa presence mo so it's been say podcasting provide a format for sharing your expertise in your industry so which means the audio file allow you to inject your 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 yung expertise mo so making expert ka gusto isang niche na yon mm-hmm. na because of that podcast help you build up trust sa sa iyo as, a, sa mga, as an authority sa audience mo sa mga customers mm. mo sa mga clients mo so Miko does, does this mean that your team is a team of experts in their own field for example i can imagine you have a person who is doing the technical audio engineering side of it for example the editing and of course because you say that your company helps them uh, you know promote and become an authority meron ka rin siguro mga strategies sa team mo can you explain to me uh, sino sino ba yung yung mga people that work with Kangaroo Fern to make it happen for the brands or for your clients okay so yeah so uh, the team of Kangaroo Fern is composed of the uh, first one is the podcast manager so podcast manager is the one who manage the post production so under podcast manager there is a podcast editor a show note writer who sh- who is say doing the description of the podcast so podcast editor show note writer um we also have a social media manager as well which is he's doing the social input We have a podcast guest booking specialist. So it's when she yung she nagmamanage ng booking for for the for the client. So we give a we give the client the guest and then the booking specialist the one who gonna try to email the guest, book the appointment for the guest for the interview. So yeah. yun yung yun yung ginagawa ng guest booking specialist. And then there also uh, a podcast producer. Podcast producer, podcast manager, the same lang yon. But sometimes we need a, a podcast producer who is dealing with script yung podcast. So he mm-hmm. do the scripting of the podcast. Because mostly for branding podcast, we do a script podcast uh, okay. to do that. Yep. So you pick a topic and the writer will, will do the podcast script for that. And then there is a podcast marketing strategist. So mostly okay. ganun yung 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 so, team. So malaki-laki rin naman yung, yung team. But in terms of your brands or the clients that you work with, sa anong industry dapat ba sila para maging suitable sila to do podcasting? Can it be like a restaurant business or dapat ba mga professional consultant sila? Sino-sino ba yung mga brands na yan? Mga client base mo? So it can be a coach, can be an author, can be even the restaurant as well. They can they can do that. So anything that is like product based, even the real real estate agent can do that. Really? Okay. Yeah, because 
because what happened is you can do a podcast for real estate investors. So every say if every week, this is the what's happening on real estate uh, trending. So mm. is this good a property? What mm. is the property? How you get your yeah? So marami. mostly, marami siya. Okay, so hindi pala lang siya limited because pa- probably people will say, oh, I cannot do um, podcasting because, um, you know, I'm not sure about whether my industry would fit. So I think the best solution is for them to get in touch with you to, to know whether they can work with you to promote their brand. I think that's that's what your company is there for. To, to really help them fly the businesses nila. Nico, punta naman tayo sa podcast community. How is this different from Kangaroo Fern? What is this podcast community naman? Pod Fiesta. Okay. So, bef- before the community, um, may- meron akong isang i-inject dun sa, yun sa sinasabi mo kung sino yung, yeah. yung sa business. Yeah. The so, basta, anyone who's listening or watching this, if you're thinking of building or getting your own podcast, kailangan alam nyo what is the 3M. So, 3M, that is your message, market, and media. So, when you say message, ibig sabihin is that get the right information on the pain point of, of your audience, your avatar. What is the problem? How would you know? You need to understand the problem. And then once you understand the problem, that is give the message to them. This is my solution to you. And the second one is the market. It means you have to be niche down. So what is your market? Say your market is say education. So you you focus on education, say um, English, for example, English education. So focus on the market on English education. So, ano yung market mo? So, say, Korea want to learn English. So, that's mm-hmm. your market. So, what is the pain pain point of that avatar doesn't know how to speak English? Mm-hmm. So, that's your message, your market. And the third one is the media. So, which, when you say media, is that, saan sila makikita? What platform? E, ano mo yung message mo? Is there either LinkedIn, Twitter or a podcast, mm-hmm. so or YouTube. So, if you're planning to build a business like this, you have you need to know the three M first. Important is the avatar, the customer avatar. Yun lang. Mm-hmm. Palagay ko pa, yano first question na tatanong mo pag may business na <laughs> makikikonek sa yun. Eh. Kasi that's how your team will help them uh, fine tune. Their messaging and everything. So how exciting is that? So thank you for that additional information. Taman dami ko na natutunan. So 3M is another one of my key takeaways now. Uh, ang first key takeaway ko yung sinasabi mo na yung determination, yung panahon na nag, naglilingkod ka, uh, na journalist ka, na talagang you have to do everything uh, in, in, in different ways that you can in order to fulfill your your mission and communication. So going back, what is this podcast sa community Miko? Is this an elite group of podcasters? Mahirap pa makapasok diyan? Uh, or is this your your audience base? So Podfiesta community kasi nag-start yan last April this year when I launched a virtual summit mm-hmm. which is have 30 speaker uh, international speaker 
about because uh, early stage podcaster because when was because my friend ako doesn't know they want to do a podcast they want to launch a podcast but they don't know how to do it or they don't know what to do mm-hmm. so so on pod fiesta is because of that it's for early stage podcaster to learn the podcasting and to learn and educate them the right way so so this is a community it's a free community to everyone to come up each other or learn one learn to each other so kani yung alam mo pwedeng i-share sa iba at least magtulungan so it's uh-huh. it's yung podcast is like a passion project ng Kangaroo Firm to pay it forward to the podcasting industry Wow, so, how nice. Yeah, yeah. So, ilan ang mga members ng PodFiesta community? Lahat-halos so nang nag-vert, umata ng virtual conference. Yeah, so almost 300 plus. But wow. everyone is invited. Especially may, may ilalunch kaming new project. It's a Podcast 101. So, it's a 10-video showcase to how to start the podcast. It's a free course, by the way. And it will be taught teach by um, different podcasting expert. So, okay. yun. How interesting. Hopefully, Parang follow up yan nung, yung, yung summit. Parang, yeah. ano tawag na, extension siya or further learning to people na na-miss out yung, yung first time. Okay. So, let us know, Miko, ah, when when that is. Uh, let's, uh, I can probably help promote that also to, to my audience base. And finally naman, the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. Tell us more about it. Paano ba nabuo ito? At elite, ito na ba yung elite members mo, Miko? Ito na ba yung mga tribe mo? <laughs> uh, this one is because uh, the reason is kasi uh, some of the podcast network are very strict on requirement if you want to go to a podcast network you have to have 10,000 download you have to have big follower so that's the reason why I built the guerrilla podcast that's why it's guerrilla because mm. it's a small but it's a fighting uh, fighting uh, fighting people fighting who so yon so yung guerrilla podcast is for early stage podcaster na not able to go to a bigger network so on on the guerrilla podcast everyone is welcome and then we can also teach you by the pod fiesta community and then we can also market you how to help you as well so y- yun yung nagsimula ng guerrilla podcast kasi um bakit kasi kailangan natin ng this high requirement just to do just to belong to a network mm. but that's the main reason of Uh, give you a podcast syndicate. So I said, yeah, no small podcaster and mm. we're stronger together. Yeah. So, yung Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, I know that you have its own website, di ba? So, that's one way of promoting the content. Saan-saan pa ba nila mapapakinggan ang mga podcasts ng Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate? So, all the podcasting platforms. So, it's the 30 plus platform. So, they can... Well, Uh, listen to that to that so even Ghana in India you can if you are in Ghana you can Ghana platform Curial Podcast is also there so mostly mo, all the podcasting platform 
Mm-hmm. And sino ba mga, mga member nito, mga Filipinos lang ba or uh, anybody na talagang interested pwedeng maging member? So and anybody, anybody can be a member, even my clients. <laughs> so some of my clients is also on, under the network as well. Okay. So that so, so they don't have to be in Australia, they can be anywhere. No. As yeah, long as they, they link up with you and and sign up and uh, sign out the terms and conditions of the of the syndicate. Uh, now, as long as, as long there's the same value. Yeah, as long as you share the same value. Yeah. So, ayan ang gusto ko kay Miko, very unfair. You're not only thinking about yourself, but you're also thinking about others. Meron ka pang paying forward na to the podcast community. Miko, ilang years na ba talaga uh, if you will consider yourself in the podcasting industry? Is it more than five years now? Starting with the Kangaroo Fern Company and the Pod Fiesta and the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate? So I think it's almost five years now. Almost five years. Mm-hmm. And where do you see mm-hmm. where do you see your profession, your company, your network moving forward in the next two to three years? Uh, for for the Gorilla has, I think, um, helping more early stage podcaster. Na um, podcasting is a is it's a good thing. It's a it's a good because gusto ko say everyone has something to say that can impact to our community. Yeah. So especially if you're if you're the one who is making an impact to the community and help the community. Um, just let me know and then we're happy to help because we are now going to a social enterprise moving forward it's not all about money it's about helping one another and pay it forward you're still thinking about the better and the bigger good of of majority of the people so that's really uh, something lovely to look forward to so Miko, I as in any of your podcast shows, I have to I want as much as I want to continue chatting with you, I have to formally end the show. So what is your message to uh, people there? I know you keep saying as long as you have a message, keep doing it. But how how do how do you encourage other people to follow their dreams like what you've done and um, to consider podcasting as something that they can do? One thing I'm just gonna say, just start. <laughs> just start just start and then you will figure it out so because a lot of people saying uh i'm not i'm too shy on the camera i'm too my voice is not good you have to start somewhere else you have to start to know it because mm-hmm. if you didn't start you because you don't know that by starting and you're doing your podcast you don't know somewhere on the other side is listening and helping because of your podcast so if you have an if you have an idea go for it so if someone bash you praise them so because you don't know somewhere over the rainbow someone is listening and you're helping them so it's not about the your voice, not about the equipment, because I need this equipment. When I, when I first starting podcasting, I only use my phone. That's it. You don't need a fancy gadget. 
The important is the storytelling, the message that you're gonna give it to your audience. Mm. Wow, very, very well said, Miko. I'm very happy that you are so open and so generous, not only with your time today here at Sabutsari, but also your your wealth and your wisdom um, to help other people be encouraged. Sabi mo nga, you know, as long as you have a message and it, um, it's, it's a good message to help other people, why are you going to keep it to yourself, you know? You have to share it and uh, the more you share, the more it uh, gives a ripple effect to others and babalik at babalik din sa'yo yon in, in ways that you, you, you may be surprised. So thank you, Mika, for being with us today. Um, for our audience, for our listeners, if you have any stories or topics that you wish for me to uh, take up or tackle in the show, please just let me know through my email address, which you can find in the description below. Samutsari is a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, a proud member. I keep all, I keep saying that all the time. Reach out to us through the um, Guerrilla Podcast um, socials and you can contact Nico. Well, and don't forget to also like, share, and subscribe to my shows as well. Samutsari Conversations TV. Thank you, Miko, so much. And Thank you. It's been nice working with Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate forever grateful forever thankful and hopefully in the future we have another part two maybe part three when you promote your new uh, offerings or anything new um, about podcasting thank you very much miko bye everybody bye thank you bye if you find value in this episode make sure you like and subscribe to be notified of new releases if you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to Gorilla Podcast or send us an email at mimi at dinosocial.com. Spread the word and don't forget to tune in next time. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com